Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 18 for Monday, January 6, 2020. My name is Chris. And my name is John. And this week we take a look at some of the music we caught up with over the winter break, talk about the things we want from music in 2020. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us again. Indeed. In, yes. Uh, 2020. I yeah. can say it. <laughs> well, yeah. You haven't got the mic problem, I have. Yeah. So. Um, so there we are. And uh, yes, I guess uh, welcome back to our regular listeners and uh, welcome to any new listeners. Indeed. It's a, it's, a, it's a big year, isn't it? 2020 sounds like something from the future said it again <laughs> but uh it just sounds so futuristic doesn't it like it's it's a new decade i mean yeah it, that's it isn't it yeah. it's a new decade wow when i was a kid the idea of t- 2020 i was really imagining like a star wars type yeah. universe by now oh, but yeah. flying cars yeah. going to space on a daily basis yeah did not happen yeah obviously yeah i guess the music though is well, it's changed quite a bit, quite a bit, really, hasn't it? Yeah, so, I guess so. Some of the stuff certainly has like, over the last decade, even. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people would have imagined it sound like it does today, like twenty years ago. You know, well, I'd say ten years ago. Mm. Yeah, I guess Most so. Must be debatable, but you know, mm. you know what I mean. Just there's a lot of experimentation it's hard to, going on. Hard to possibly imagine that if you yeah. think 2030. Yeah, I can't really. Who knows? True, true. Who knows? Who knows what kind of garbage is going to be captivating the, the masses oh, by then? Oh, what uh, incredible sounds. Yes, we'll all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah, here we are again. And uh, um, what, do, well, what do we have in store for, for this, this first, well, this first week of the, or second week, I guess, of the well, new we, decade? As we're easing back into a regular schedule. Yeah. Still coming off the holidays. That's right. Didn't really have time to do 1975 yet. That's a project. Yes. Yeah. So, I thought this week we could talk about the music we listened to over the winter break. Definitely, yeah. Definitely caught up with some stuff I hadn't listened to and uh, acquainted myself better with other music that I hadn't at that point. Sure. And uh, also, I thought we could talk about, as I threw out to the listeners last week, talk about some of the things we want to see happen in music in 2020, some things we'd like to change, perhaps, Sure. some things we, our hopes and wishes, but Sounds wonderful. let's see how it goes. We'll get yeah. to that later, but what have you been listening to? Actually, is there any well, news? A little bit, a little bit. Should we, should, um, we, should we check the old news bag first? NME and Rolling Stone, I think, are regular <laughs> yes. to-go-fors for music news. How about this one? Dave Dave Grohl reunites with Nirvana members for special performance. That's right. Yeah, they played a gig, didn't they? I did Actually. read about that a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, one night, sorry. One night performance. Yeah. 
Dave Grohl and Friends. Chris Christ Novoselic. Novoselic. <laughs> Pat Smear. Yes. Lovely, charming surname there. Um, <laughs> it's not, not his real name. <laughs> oh. It's okay. a play on Pap Smear. Clever, I see. And uh, was, it, was it Beck as well? And Beck was there and St. Vincent. Oh, St. Vincent, that's right. So you actually listened to a bit of that, yeah? I mean, there's some videos on Twitter. Yeah. People had videoed. Right. So... Um, didn't see Beck or St. Vincent actually didn't bother yeah. but I did see Dave Grohl's 13 year old daughter singing Heart Shaped Box oh. which is uh, pretty good cool pretty good they played uh, In Bloom and uh, apparently Beck wasn't Beck struggling a bit with the lyrics there and oh he forgot them or something and they also did like the David Bowie cover the man oh. who sold the world that oh, Nirvana did on Unplugged. Oh, that's a, that's a great song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, obviously both both versions. Yeah, but um, oh, that's cool, though, isn't and it? And I, I guess uh, Saint Vincent sang Lithium. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, interesting. Though. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of nice of Dave, I guess, to yeah do that for his friends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like he's uh, struggling for cash. Certainly not. But certainly a fan. What's the word? Fan uh, service. Fan service. Thank I you. Yeah, fan service. Hmm. This is uh, some other news. Uh, the old Rod Stewart, now 70, 74. I actually saw him on TV when I was back home to some really? interview. He's, he's, he's looking great, man. He's fantastic. He's still making music, I guess. But um, anyway, he got into a fight at a New Year's Eve party at a Florida resort. Ended up punching a security guard in the, in the ribs. And I think his son was involved as well. Really? In the ribs? As Sean Stewart, yeah. So uh, they're pressing charges against him, obviously, for, yeah. for the money. Um, well, we'd do that anyway, wouldn't you? Fair enough. But I mean, um, Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's inter- It's interesting he went for the ribs at 74. Yeah, right? Like, like if he was 24, I would understand. The rib shot is a good choice, but... 74. I feel like if 74-year-old Rob St- Rod Stewart was punching my ribs, I'd be looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably. I, don't, I assume, I assume wasn't, wasn't trying to knock him out or anything. But, um, Leave no bruises. Yeah, no, no injuries. <laughs> no marks. No, no injuries. Mm, that's a very strange thing. It might thing. have just been like a very slight jab, you know, who knows how these stories are... Uh, I mean, who does Exaggerated. Know? Yeah. But... Um, Rod Stewart still got the punch in him anyway. There you go, Rod. Rock and roll. <laughs> Hopefully fueled by cocaine and... <laughs> I wonder, eh? Bottles of Jack Daniels. Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> should we talk about the music we were listening to? Yeah, absolutely. So how about yourself then? What What were you... Well... What did you get up to? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I... What do you... Yeah. I... I as I, as I alluded to on last week's episode, I did sort of finally re-listen to uh, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell and yeah. realized that it definitely should have been on my top ten. Yeah. So, was it on mine? I don't remember. I don't... I don't think it was. Because <laughs> I, couldn't, I just couldn't find my, my list, my yeah, notes. Yeah, I was thinking we need to like start writing down these lists or something, but... Bizarre. Yeah. And so that was like something that I, I sort of caught up with. And um, 
appreciated way more like i guess as much as i did initially but even more now i, I guess yeah. i guess i needed that reminder and no, no, it wasn't it wasn't much yeah i didn't think it was so yeah. we... it's sorry lana too. no yeah. it's a fantastic Elizabeth. A, lot of, a lot of people say well a lot of critics and a lot, a lot of music reviews had it on their top ten, even number one. I think. A lot of number ones, I mm. think. Like literally one of the most significant albums. I think it's probably the most featured yeah. album on various lists that I saw. Yeah, certainly in the top ten, anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I listen to that again, and um, well, I listen to a couple other things again, including uh, Claro's. Oh, immunity yeah, yeah. yeah i really like that too listen so, to that again i'm gonna play a little little bit of a song from that could it be bags it could be all right Bags there from uh, yeah. What's her album called? Jesus Christ! Immun- immunity. Immunity. Thank you. Um, yeah, I actually like this more this time. Yeah. I still think it's it kind of drip drops off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't wouldn't have made my top ten. I did see it on some lists actually, which kind of surprised me. But it was like number three on one fairly big list. Who I forget which one. Right, but, right. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed. It. I found some of the stuff a bit homogenous. Like, I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think plenty of other artists is, is similar to. But there was a lot of kind of experimentation, like with the production. I think later on the album, two songs I stood out for me were "Feel Something" and "I Wouldn't Ask You." I think they're more of the melancholic songs mm. in the second half of the of it. But um, yeah, there's some good stuff on here. Really, yeah, I I, mean, I, it's a very nice album. I could. It definitely helps when an album has like a really strong song, I think, to, yeah. to help you sort of yeah. keep listening to it. Have so something to look forward to as you go along. Like, like that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So uh, I will definitely consider listening to Immunity more yeah. in the future. How about you? You listen to anything else? Sure, sure. Um, how about, well, you mentioned this actually, but this... Uh, Album called Brain Drops by Tropical Fuckstorm. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're, you're going to mention that. I was going to mention okay. it. I just love the fact that their name is Tropical Fuckstorm. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I don't. Know, what did you think of it? Actually, we haven't talked about it since I mentioned it. So yeah, it's weird. Like I, mean, I found myself listening to the whole thing. I didn't switch it off. Yeah. But there were a lot of songs I was just like. Yeah. It was just a lot of like noise. Like, like just the vocals were kind of annoying here and there. Um, but I got a kind of dirty projector, dirty projectors vibe. 
Mm, if you found that, I, I can see that a bit. I, I guess. Mm. I, I, I guess it kind of reminded me of like Sonic Youth in a way, like. Ah, but, okay. Or with the noise of the yeah, production, mostly the the noise, I guess, or mm. just like that sort of era of American like underground sort of art rock yeah that's it yeah. Art rock. That's but it. i do think the first track is is, is that is, paradise is great i like I that i yeah. i really, I really love, love it one. and it's very cool i i i did I, hmm. I i don't remember the rest of the album number. i do remember several songs just being like sort of chaotic noise yeah which is why i <laughs> didn't really invest that much time in it since then oh yeah but because of Paradise, which I'm going to pop on a little bit now, I, I wouldn't mind investigating this further. Nobody out there loves you like I do. So if you're thinking you're stupid, just know there's nothing around here that Tropical Foxstorm, <laughs> their song Paradise. I think they should be nominated for best artist name of all time. Like, absolutely. It's up there with Anal Cunt <laughs> as one of my favorites. Was it Anal Cunt? No, no, Anal Cunt. Oh, Cunt, oh, excuse me. There's oh, no plural. I thought there were two, no. there were two cunts. No, there no. Three cunts in the just, group. Just, I mean, there, there were probably four or five, but... <laughs> yes. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, they're the best song names of all time. They certainly did. Yes, we'll do a special episode on that maybe at some point. Yeah, dedicated. To Write in, let us know your favorite singer, anal cunt songs. Didn't the singer die? <laughs> he did die. <laughs> maybe from Kansas. <laughs> I think so. And he was always, anyway, if anyone he, deserved it, it was probably yeah. him. He's always singing about stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's a pretty cool song for sure. It's a good song. Um, album is a bit rough. Oh yeah. Would. Still might might check it out a little bit more. Um, yeah. Did you uh, <clears throat> wish you played a bit of this at the start of the episode? Did you listen to Sepado's album again? Act surprised. I did. Yeah. And I, I like it a lot. I mean, I, I'm a long-term Sepado <clears throat> fan. Yeah. I would have already owned this just by default of being a big Sepado fan, except that it was so expensive everywhere. Oh, really? So oh. I, I don't know how, how the pricing is now, but... It was uh, getting up there to almost Japanese prices everywhere I looked. Oh, like so three thousand, two thousand, three thousand yen. Like, it, like twenty dollars. It, it was like getting up there like eighteen dollars or something That's when nice. when I when it first came out. I think in, in the UK it was like thirteen, fourteen pounds. Yeah, it's not that good. I don't understand how they they fix those prices in the. First I'd place. love to know who's setting oh, the price. So random, like a most obscure independent artist costs more than say like a. A big mainstream artist sometimes you're like what what's i mean in a way that makes it sense does, because because their, their production, know, production costs are higher costs more, but but i mean it was really i was saying to you yes yeah. yesterday not yesterday day before yesterday when i was in osaka over christmas and i thought oh i need this lana del rey album yep. i'm gonna osaka still has cd stores 
Tower Records is still a thing in Japan. So yeah, that's right. So I thought I'm gonna pop down to Tower Records and uh, see if they have it. And they had it, but it was literally two thousand six hundred yen, I think, mm-hmm. about thirty dollars. Is that thirty dollars? It's about knocking on thirty dollars. Wow, that's incredible. And then I had a look on like Amazon UK just to compare, looking at all the Amazons. Amazon UK is £5.99, which is ridiculous. Less than a thousand yen, isn't it? Yeah, around a thousand it's yen. about a thousand yen. It's, yeah. it's, it's Less than half of the yeah. store price. What a disgrace. It's incredible, really. How was anyone still buying? And there, there were people in the store, people, actually. They were all like 50-year-old yeah. men, but they were in the store. <laughs> they were though. Probably, they were probably lined up for the latest anime album. I mean, it was like there was this this dude who was like feverishly checking out this new Pink Floyd stand they had. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate yeah. that. Cool. And th- there was like all this like classic rock reissues and all this stuff, and I thought, oh, yeah. well, this is like where you guys have to go. Yeah, but not a not a person born outside of the seventies to be seen. <laughs> Or the 60s, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All 50 plus, right? Yeah, like nobody 80s or younger. Yeah. Probably ever. And the whole store was kind of shaped like that. It was like, yeah, we know. Every stand was just like Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Beatles, Elton John. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) There's all like the CDs facing out, right? They had this like Prince reissue of 1999 that was about 8,000 yen. <laughs> it's like, good lord, that's, it was like the size of a CD, like a regular CD. Yeah. Like, uh, it needs to come in like a shoebox sized container right. of that's right. of like, but they do have these content. specially um remixed or special what it like sound quality versions, don't they? They're called SAC, SACDs. SACD, yeah. What does the SA stand for? Special yeah, I think audio it's, I think it's like super like, audio, super something audio, stupid okay. like that. Yeah, I've never actually, I've never actually heard one, so I need, I need to compare. I don't compare think something. I have any either. Yeah, I'd like to hear them. Yeah. What sort of fuss? What sort of song and dance about? I'm not sure. There, uh, what, what I, I read that some CD players won't play them. So yeah. So, be careful with that. Okay. Anyway, um, anything else to rattle through a little bit? I I listened to Sasami again. I I liked it, but I I liked the way it sounded. Kind of like early 2000s, late 90s, like alt-rock in the first half. Yeah, yeah. It definitely had a slightly retro Mm. feel to it. Yeah. But probably about two-thirds of the way through, I just started completely losing focus. Yeah, I think I Just lost my attention. It It wasn't bad. It was just... Mm. It didn't do anything for me, I guess, in the end. Like like you said, it was certainly like better in the first half. Yeah. Um... Actually, one artist I did find I liked quite a lot, actually, as as much as I did for Sebado, really, was uh, Faye Webster, her album Atlanta Millionaires Club. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I, I listened that? to that too as well. Yeah, I loved the um, the mix of slide guitar and uh, the sort of I think some organ in there, and she's got a lovely voice, sort of husky, kind of sexy. I, I found I found it a bit boring overall, but it okay. was sort of interesting. To be honest, like it was interesting that she did all these different stuff, so like R and B in there and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. But I also found it didn't gel at all. Okay. I, I didn't think I, didn't nothing wrong with the songs. Album. I just don't think it worked. As like a whole it, album, right? It's sort of like I don't know. It's like if Radiohead's next album had like a like 
trap rap song on it in the middle like it oh, would really? just be okay. no I'm saying if no no I mean yeah, like you mean or, or like a comparing it to totally me. country and western song or something like okay. it just wouldn't work for me at all I, I think maybe they'd find a way to make it work but it was just a bit too disjointed for me but sure. I did think I did like it I mean I think it was like number 50 on Pitchfork's end of the year list that's where I, I found it I'd never noticed it before sure and, and uh, uh, in a similar yeah. vein, I guess oh, I, yes, yes. I kind of liked uh, the big name? freeze by Laura Stevenson. That was it, which yeah. was like number one on I think Stereo Gums list or some mm. site like the Sputnik, maybe I don't know. Some one of those indie sites that starts with an S, which okay. I had I just completely passed me by. I think it came out in April last year. Sure, and. For whatever reason, I didn't even give it a second thought. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty nice. I think I listened to it. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember how it sounds now. But. I mean, it's very sort of girly, singer, songwritery. <clears throat> yeah. Quite ornate, but it, it's nice. Um, I also tried uh, PUP or Pop, Morbid oh, Stuff. Oh, yes, me too. Kind of a pop, pop punk kind of thing. Kind of. It kind of reminded me of like cursive if the singer from the hold steady was the singer instead of um tim casher okay like there's a very like talky like eccentric vocal style it also reminded of, me of was it um car seat headrest mm. Mm, a little bit like that bit, yeah i do like that song um a very angry song oh full-blown meltdown okay and i think um Free at last is is pretty nice and yeah I, I thought it was a good good album. I'd never I'd never listened to them before because usually when I see pop punk I just say no but oh yeah 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 but I did see it kind of pushed on I think it was on Reddit on Reddit's indie heads some people were kind of talking it up as one of the better albums of the year so I sure. gave it a try I enjoyed it actually yeah that was definitely fun yeah um um. Mm. That's about it for me, though, I think. Apart from mm. re-listening to... Uh, wait, just a second. Um, I can't find my list from last... <laughs> I mean, I, I did listen to um, uh, Bloody uh, Lana Del Rey a couple more times. Uh, uh, Dream Theatre, which I, is basically like my top three for me now, Dream Theatre's album. Yeah. Excellent, excellent album. Um, but what else did we talk about? Ah, Sandy Alex G., you were saying that wasn't quite up there for you now. I mean, it'd still that. be top ten, but I feel mm. like it doesn't have a lot of replay value. If you okay. if you listen to it like repeatedly, like if you listen to it again on repeat, and again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's one to come back to. Isn't it, it? It's like a once in a while, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. I get that. I get that. Yeah. So I, I felt like I, I kind of overrated it a little bit, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. But I mean, I, I still really like it, of course. But yeah, it, it reminded. I can't remember which album it reminded me of in that way where it was sort of something that I thought was so great and then like the more I listened it starts sounding a little bit cheap at times. Sure. But and I'm not a big fan of that last track to be honest. I like the saxophone and the live ah, one, okay. but the vocals, the melody actually just sound like an old Japanese <laughs> so it, I it, it sounded kind of uh, corny. Corny, yeah. And uh Oh, and um, I listened to Big Thief's two albums, and actually the one before it, 
capacity. Capacity. Listen through all that stuff again. Just loved it. Actually, no, I think now I'm, I'm feeling that UFOF is better than Two Hands. It is. Which I didn't <laughs> feel before, I think. Yeah. I put UFOF on my list. Yeah. And you put Two Hands on your list. No, I put both on my list. Oh, did you? I put, oh, okay. I put UFOF as six and Two Hands as five. Okay. So I, I didn't put Two Hands on my list. But I see. I still don't think it's one of my 10 favorite albums of the year, but it does have my favorite song as I played last week. But ah, yes, yes. But I, I do think UFOF is a, a quite a bit better yeah. as an album. Yeah, I think so too now. But great album, certainly top top 20. Yeah. And mm. I think just really, I mean, like looking back, it was a pretty good year. Pretty really, solid year, actually. I actually want to re listen to. We I was yeah. seriously here. Yeah. Maybe halfway through the year. Yeah. Um, I, I do actually kind of want to re retry Angel Olsen's album. She said ah, this year she's yeah. going to release the acoustic version. Oh, that's probably. Right. Maybe we should try use that as a a time you know time the time to go back to it. Yeah, I guess. Try so. the acoustic and then maybe try the original. Yeah. So I I do want to try that again. And everyone said how it was like an amazing album. Yeah, I mean it it did so well in those end of year lists. I was thinking, is that being did unfair we, to this? Did we like, get this wrong? Was that was I just sort of <laughs> being a bit of a dickhead? But it's like we talked about this. Like with music, there's a moment. There's a there's a timing to it. Like in a particular 100%. mood, and you like it. And if you're not in that mood, you're not gonna. It's not gonna do anything for you. Yeah. So maybe if we, we listen to it in the right moment, it'll hit us. It'll it'll make sense. Maybe case in point would be uh, the yeah. Jesus is born <laughs> release. <that. laughs> Excuse oh, me. You, you listen to that. Never got I listened to it the day like after Christmas because I didn't okay. have time on Christmas. Sure. Sure. And then it was just like, I don't want to hear about this. Yeah. And th there are some covers of Kanye songs that are done quite beautifully. And th there's a cover of that S that Sisters with Voices song, Rain, okay. which is a great song anyway. So it's a difficult to fuck that up. Yeah. There's some really nice stuff, but it sounds like they basically recorded by putting a microphone in the middle of the tent. I see. During an actual performance. I, I think see. it's definitely not a studio recording. Sure. And there's like so much of the beginning is just like very gospel, very religious. It's fine, but it's so Christmassy. And it's like by like December 26th, I was kind of, I'm already done. <laughs> like, yeah. like I love Christmas and I that's love right. seeing everything, oh, but right. like I, I'm already like the sadness that Christmas <laughs> is over outweighs me wanting to enjoy Christmas anymore. Yeah, me too. I'm, so I'm the same. I, I feel like I, like I love Christmas and then when it's over, I just feel kind of down. So it's like, I don't need just like, baby Jesus born on Christmas. Like, it's... Like, we were playing Christmas music from basically December 14th up to Christmas Day. But like, on Boxing Day, still listening to Charlie Brown's Christmas, which is just my favorite thing now. But by that point, we're like, oh, let's just turn this off. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, I was listening from, like, December 1st, Oh, basically. December 1st, yeah. Listening to Christmas music yeah. constantly. And then... A bit got over, to, overkill. Got, got to the 26th, like, well, see you next year at Christmas. Well, yeah, see you next year at Christmas yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, right. See you next December. Because that's it. Yeah. It sticks in my head still, but... Anyway. So. Let's, uh, let's pop some sort of music on okay. a little track <clears throat> as we segue into the next section sure
snail mail there. Yeah. Thinning from their uh, original EP, I guess, yeah. Habit. That's right. Which was reissued at some point. I ended up mm. listening to it last year for the first time, so was it reissued last year? I guess so. Yeah, Maybe. Last year or the year before? Was. Can't remember. Good stuff. Very good. Anyway, and uh, hopefully there'll be more good stuff this year. Yes. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. And so I think to get us into this next segment, we should turn to the listener feedback, the old Ooh. mailbag. Right. Yes. And uh, well, the bag of see midnight what wishes. No, it doesn't work. Obviously, we. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any suggestions for the name of our listener feedback section, then please write in midnightwavespodcast at gmail.com. So, sadly, we can't read all of your twaddle, but we did pick out a few. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a while. <laughs> Only kidding. We did pick out a few. That uh, um, So, do you want to start? Shall I start? Okay, I'll, I'll pick one out here. The, okay. the bag. So, Big Mike from Queens says... Big Mike. What? Hopefully the actual rapper Big Mike... From Run the Jewels. <laughs> I'm not familiar with him. Anywho, he says, What's your take on the current hip hop trends and why do you think SoundCloud, Mumble, Emo Rap has become the hottest style of this generation? What do you want? What do you think, John? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> As you know, hip hop's not my bag. Yeah. Um, well, that's not completely true, but yeah. that's more your. More your area. That's true. Okay. So, I mean, this is... <coughs> excuse me. This is sort of like a, a, a thing that I, I I probably would have talked about anyway. Yeah. If uh, Big Mike there did not write in. <laughs> Thanks, Big Mike. I I personally... I am not a fan at all for, for the most part. And, and the thing is, I yeah. like... I guess most of this started with Future. And I do like Future a lot. Yeah. But... I, I feel like nowadays it's almost like especially if you just go by like internet like indie like pitchfork type sites or yeah. similar type sites it's like you would think hip-hop is just guys with names like based after like prescription medication like <laughs> Lil Xan or <laughs> like and Lil Xan's a real did Lil Xan die rest in peace Lil Xan didn't they all die last year <laughs> plenty of I mean them yeah like yeah just this really trash yeah like like no no lyrics just mumbling I'm not a fan of the mumbling thing. it yeah. and that's all like Pitchfork talks about yeah these like mumble rappers like there's all this great is that, is that, it's literally what they call them like yeah, rap. yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, like SoundCloud rappers, I guess that that okay. SoundCloud is sort of like the emo rap, I guess. Okay, like these, I guess kids who like whining about their lives or feel sad. Whining about them only having like ten iPhones or something. <laughs> like it's like like kids who also grew up listening to like Radiohead and stuff. And, oh, I see. And but their way of yes. expressing that is like by. Do, taking tons of Xanax and <laughs> drinking codeine <laughs> until they die of a seizure. Yeah. 
I'm definitely not a fan of that sort of mumbling stuff. Like I was just list- recent, recently just listening to Pusha T's Daytona. Yes. That was last year, wasn't it? Oh, that was two years that ago. That was two years ago, yes. Sorry. I was just thinking how clear the lyrics are. I love it. Well, I really like amazing. That. And he always has that old school, right? Old I mean, school. yeah, going back to Hip-hop. the clips yeah. uh, with his brother. And, you know, like, like I, I put Bandana, the, the Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib album on like number two on my list for last year push oh, the right. on one of my favorite songs on there palm olive and it's just like i know pitchfork gave that a good review but it's mm. like they are not they don't care about that at all they okay. care about little xan and juice world and like <laughs> xxx <laughs> tentation or whatever like just this Garbage. I'm. I'm so, like. I. I appreciate. There's tons of kids out there who love it. Oh yeah. And you know, it's okay to like music. Like, I'm not telling you you can't like music. <laughs> like what you like. That's true. But yeah. I just think it's trash. Yeah. And even if it's not trash, some of it. I like. I said I like Future a lot, and he basically started it. But at least he like crafts songs. Sure. And at least he has like some hooks I mean even like 21 Savage or like these guys who are massive artists it's just so tuneless and like devoid of personality devoid of any that they all sound the same as well everything sounds identical yeah I could probably play you 10 different songs and I bet you'd have no idea how many of them were the same people or not (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really out it's outrageous how yeah so you're hoping for like a return to I would like clearer spoken <laughs> hip hop. Thing is, there is great hip hop out there still. <clears throat> yeah, but for some reason, the internet, these websites, these indie websites, these alternative websites, couldn't give a shit. Yeah, they just want to prom- like th- let, let let me play you a clip from the the year's hottest hip hop artist, okay, the baby. Uh, oh Lord, Jensen made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh? I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play on my body, a nigga. Huh? I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch. Get caught with your hoe when I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Huh? Say I'm the GOAT. Act like I don't know. But fuck it, I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different. Huh? I'm out with your bitch and I only want knowledge. She got a little mileage, I'm chilling. Huh? Huh? You disrespect me and I beat your ass up all in front of your pockets. the baby there with Shug. Apparently the 20th best song of the year. According to Pitchfork. Hands in the air. What's that I mean, supposed to mean? Geez, you know, I, I it's not that. like I'm some like out of touch grandpa with it. Like exactly. I've been listening to hip hop yeah. forever. Like of all all kinds of hip hop. I'm not saying it's the worst thing I've ever heard, but it's the most basic, dull, like for start the beat, you could just rap bad and bougie over it and it fits perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Without anything that makes bad and bougie a pretty great song. He's so monotonous. The whole album, I was listening to this album. Cause, like everyone's just jerking off over this album all all year. And it's I couldn't even tell when the songs changed. I was at one point I was listening and I was like, this song is long as hell. And it was th- two songs later. I was on track five. 
And I thought I was on track three still. <laughs> like, it is just garbage. Yeah. He's got nothing to say. Nothing to say. Not like most rappers do these days, but nothing to say. He's f- f- no, no particularly great flow, shitty voice. Production is awful. That's some terrible beats. If you this is hip-hop and this era what a well, if, sadness if that's if that's the case then i get we're not going to have much to look forward to this year are we? what a sadness so for whatever reason people love it that's fine but if i could have anything happen this year and i mean ideally it would be all these guys die in a fiery plane <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise gu- gutting, gutting each other to death um uh, in we, second place we, we would be that. at least yeah for the the supposed like the media that is supposed to support like the underdog artist like supposed to give exposure and 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 promote like good music that doesn't get into the mainstream why can't any of you guys actually promote underground hip-hop yeah or or, like anything with like good beats actual talent (laughs) like they're not interested and, and it's not a new thing like 10-15 years ago I used to joke about Pitchfork how y- you'd have like they would be so selective of which hip hop artists they would support okay. they would support some very good ones but like they would just completely ignore so much talent it's amazing that they even like Kendrick to be honest ah. like it's amazing yeah. to me or, yeah. or Kanye like they're so dismissive of, of so much good in hip-hop music. Yeah. And, and I mean, I remember... I remember reading an interview, Ghostface Killer on Pitchfork, like, about 2006, and they actually referenced Sufjan Stevens to him, as if Ghostface Killer knows who Sufjan Stevens is. Like, they, they live in such a bizarre yeah, bubble where... bizarre. Where they... Like they think hip hop is a performance art, yeah. And these guys are all like scholarly geniuses, just telling tales of the streets. <laughs> it's like they're not; they're just yeah. rapping what they know. They, That's right. Ghostface Kill's not listening to Sufjan Stevens. Yep. He yeah. was just like, <clears throat> uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like words that don't mean anything to me. It's just how about giving a little bit of consideration it's like if Pitchfork never reviewed Grizzly Bear or Fleet Foxes or Father John Misty or even Radiohead but still presented themselves as like this like indie website it's the same thing for hip hop like how can you ignore so much good and just talk about this shit a Cardi B Cardi B is fucking trash I, I can't stand that Trash. Yeah. No talent. It's terrible. Uh, step it up. Step yeah. it up, white people reviewing music. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Why don't you just get like you know, black music critics to yeah, get, like, get some people actually understand the culture and, and the music and the history of the music yep, definitely. on board to review some music that they I wonder, think I'd like to see like a, a roster of all the uh, reviewers on Pitchfork. Oh, yeah. I bet it's be as white as, as a <laughs> It's like a bottle snow. of milk. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Although we, we don't really bring race into it, but you know. Well, They obviously no, don't, they don't well, know what they're talking about. Anywho. 
But they, um, they do with a lot of alternative rock. I'd but say. they do, so that's why I yeah. just don't understand yeah. why it's like with this. Well, this why why did they go in that direction yeah. of just the it's most bizarre. base level commercial, like hip hop? Like it's almost like it's almost like some weird racism. Like sure. hip hop's just a bunch of ignorant idiots mumbling their way about like Xanax and shooting people. Mm. That's that's the. Pre- the stereotype they're basically perpetuating by only ever talking about that kind of hip hop. Sure. Anyway, I think you covered that pretty. Fast. Yeah, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. You anyway, got it out of your system. Let's get a let's get a, another 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 listener email here, and uh, <laughs> well, this one kind of fits in with what I was saying, so maybe I'll change tact a little bit and go back to that one um let's see so this is from andrew in new jersey and he says most of all i want a return of mainstream rock music do you guys think it'll ever happen again or are we too far gone oh that's interesting well what is i have to say first of all what exactly is mainstream rock music is this like i mean what what is mainstream rock music anyway? Um, the way I see it would be where rock bands uh, are okay. considered yep. Good part of the yeah. like commercially successful mainstream. Like okay, so maybe back in the nineties. I mean, I guess the last time it happened was like the late nineties. Yeah, with all that rubbish like Creed and yeah, all that shit. I guess. Okay, so uh, okay. I mean, I want. I mean, I want a return of that. Of course, if it's good, like say in the early nineties, late eighties yeah. and stuff, it was one of the best times for, uh, I guess, well, rock music in the recent history. But uh, would it ever happen again? I don't think it will. Not any time soon, anyway. We had. Um, I, mean, I don't know if this is a good example. Great, uh, Greater Van Fleet is that an? Ex- I mean, that's. Rock music that was trying to become mainstream, threatening to become mainstream, in, but in a way, right? But that never really went beyond them, I guess. But they are quite popular. I know that. It's a weird thing, like that. that to me, <laughs> that they they still have that pitchfork effect of just like yeah, like they they got slammed and then they just disappeared. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're still, still. I'm yeah. sure they're still doing well. They got a lot of fans. A lot of fans. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of concerts. A lot of touring. Yeah. But I can't unless unless they make something that doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin. I don't think they'll be going very far. <laughs> I mean, that, that's 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 the thing. Like you were saying, like as long as it's good. Like obviously, the late '90s was awful. Yes, that's probably why we don't have any rock music yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, right. They killed it off. For like us. there's so much garbage then, like Creed or as you said, oh, what was Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that band um, Puddle of Mud referenced on Silicon. Silicon Valley. Oh yeah. Like one of the last few episodes, Silicon Valley's like, you know puddle of mud? And this guy's like, No, he goes, Yeah you do, blurry. Everything is terrible. <laughs> like like everything's so bad. Like it's like, Oh yeah, that was a terrible time for music. There you go. Just awful. Um I don't know. I I, I don't think we can now. Is this alternative rock or like Indie rock is going to be big forever, I guess. I mean, uh, we, we were sort of like laughing together a little bit. Oh, well, maybe just irritated together. But Pitchfork's like top 50 rock albums. 
of 2019. I know oh, yes. There was like... Uh, two rock albums. There was barely an album on yeah. the entire list that I would consider yeah. rock music. Like, just because there's a guitar and it doesn't make it was rock like music. Nick Cave and the Bad Seas on there. Yeah. It's like electronic there's, music. There's not even like a single guitar on the entire yeah. album. Like, how are you defining rock music? Like, yeah. white people? <laughs> <laughs> if they're white, it's rock. <laughs> like... Yeah. Even like like Julia Jacqueline was on there. He was on my top ten, but it's like it's not a rock album. It's not rock at all. What's rock about? Like like how are we defining is Bruce rock? Springsteen rock? I mean, usually it is. I mean, that album wasn't that rocky, but it was, I guess, by a lot of definitions, like soft rock. Yeah, I, I would say that's Something rock like that. for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, is that the only rock we have now, though? People who are like grandfathered yeah, in? Neil Young and. Uh, yeah. It's like if the, uh, Aerosmith put out an album, presumably yeah. it would be rock. By their, because they're from that background. Right? Yeah, like that's what they do. 90s rock or whatever. Or like even Metallica. It's like Metallica is still a massive band because they're Metallica. Yeah. Metallica are a new band now. Yeah. Even if they uh, even if yes. they release Ride the Lightning now, would they be yes. a massive band? No chance. That's right. We've got a lot of artists who, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of groups from the, all, all, the, all the different categories of metal, right? You know, like prog metal and what is it? There's thousands of categories I can't oh, even think of. Them, but, you know, that sort of stuff is, is in a way big, but only amongst the people who like that metal music and it's not going to ever be really mainstream. I, mean, I, I, was looking at, I was looking at all these lists of on um, albumtheyear.org. Okay. They had like lists for like every website, every publication. Oh, that's right. So I was rooting through a bunch of them. Mm. And I had a look at Kerrang's. Ah, oh, really? And Kerrang's number one album of the year was Slipknot. Oh, okay. And I thought, mm. wow, Slipknot are still a band. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I guess for people who love that, they're massive. Sure. And I'm sure their, their tours and everything are gigantic. But... Slipknot couldn't be less on my radar. Yeah. And I gave a little listen. Just awful. Was it bad? Ooh, just... But it was weird, because I remember Slipknot when they first came out, and it was just like this brutally offensive music. Yeah. And now it's like half that. Each song... It's like a fucking... What was that shit band called? Linkin Park. Okay. Where Linkin Park would have like half the songs like that Asian guy rapping... Oh yeah, and yeah. then the other half would be like that white guy screaming or singing. Oh god! It was now. It's like one guy's like, and then the other half is like a really melodic chorus. There you go. <laughs> that just, sounds about right. Like, and that's what I like. Seems to be like the deal with metal now. And like, it's yeah. it's I don't know, like screaming, like, like blood coming up. From yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, lungs and stuff, or just like the melodic parts. But like the melodic parts always sound unusually like really commercial and yeah. like like very radio friendly in a in a weird way. Even though the rest of the song isn't, it's metal went took a really unusual turn. I think. But I think there is the other side of metal that we like. I mean, like with um, I'm thinking the name now. Bloody hell! Sorry. No problem. Not Dream Theater. Um, um, you know, give me a hint. It's a bit of the, the bit of the screaming, but really good guitaring, really great musicians. Okay. Ah, oh, sorry, I just had That's a blank. Fine. I had it was right there. <laughs> it's literally here five <coughs> seconds ago and just vanished. You know. It does happen. 
Um, uh, 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 mega, not Mega Death, Mega, Mega. Mi, mit, hm. Ah, Metallica? Mas, 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 Mastodon. Oh, Mastodon, Mastodon. of course. Sorry, I do Sorry. love Mastodon. No, no, I don't know why. Mast Mastodon is like the one metal band I really that like. I still love. If more, if it'd be more of that for this year and in the future, I'll be very happy. I love that stuff so much. I guess so, yeah. Mm. I guess so. It's that part but it's of weird because Mastodon don't want to be a metal band. Oh, okay. So Maybe if like, if you like listen to any interviews with them, or like read any interviews, I should say, mm. they they were always like planning on being like basically a prog rock band. Ah, okay. And so that's why their albums are just getting like less and less metal, I guess. I see. And that EP I mean, they I did do. a couple of years ago was really like, like had an actual acoustic ballad on it. it, which is a beautiful song. Yeah. But <laughs> fuck's sake, Siri. <laughs> Siri just popped up on my phone. Uh, acoustic song triggered the, Siri. Threw apparently. it across the floor. The um, yeah. yeah, but it's like you know the. I, I, I can't even see as having like a Pixies, never mind like an Alice in Chains, Smashing Pumpkins oh. type. I mean, oh, actually, that's the point. We're gonna get a new, maybe a new Pumpkins. Definitely, album. we are. And apparently, even a new Ozzy Osbourne album, maybe his final solo album of his life. That's right. And actually, sorry, that reminds me. He was there were rumors that he oh. died over the holidays again. <laughs> Every year but, he dies. You know, but I was checking that, and <laughs> then it? like they were on TMZ, yeah. Ozzy and Sharon. In okay. their like Rolls Royce, and Sharon took the time to plug Ozzy's new album. Like she has to be putting out these rumors oh, okay. herself. She has to be. <clears throat> She's such a piece of shit, such a scumbag. Like yeah. she—it's no doesn't matter. Jinx her husband's life, whatever. Got to get a little bit of grabbing, a little attention. I'm sure, you know. What a, what allegedly horrible. horrible. Thing to do if that's what happened I am yeah. no doubts that's what happened mm. sorry to keep changing this no but I mean but, that's um, but again those just, are like yeah. these these older bands or artists yeah. that I mean, are they're sort still of, going they're yeah. grandfathered into being famous it's like if yeah. Guns N' Roses put out a new album it would be massive yeah. because they're Guns N' Roses Rose. if they put out Appetite for Destruction now I bet you it wouldn't make a dent oh yeah if it was that that music now, right? Like if that never the existed, never and then existed, these yeah. like twenty-year-old guys put out "Appetite for Destruction," nobody gonna care. Yeah, and it's so bizarre. Though. I mean, is that just a product of the era? Like it was great then because we they were listening to music like that back then. Or, but I still think if I you compare know. "Appetite for Destruction" with like Motley Crue or Poison or even Van Halen or whatever, yeah. it's so much more aggressive than that. Oh, I think yeah, "Appetite" yeah, yeah. is actually. Like they love to say how like Nirvana like killed everything, including Guns N' Roses in a way. Mm. Even though in '91, Guns N' Roses still was like the biggest band in the world. Yeah, but in a way, Appetite was like the bridge, the real bridge between mainstream rock and alternative rock because ah. it had like that little punk element to it. It was sure. super fast, so angry. It didn't sound, didn't have like that Def Leppard production, right? Oh sure, it wasn't like. Hey, slash play each individual note from this chord and we'll just record like 15 guitar tracks. Right. It, it was quite sloppy and rough and, and angry. And I think in a way that sounds more like what happened with like Soundgarden or whatever than it sounds like Poison. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. In a way, it's, it's sort of like halfway there. That bridge anyway. between those years. Yeah. Those, those, I don't think it gets enough styles. credit for that. Mm. 
But yeah, I mean, obviously, like the 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 ninety the good music in the nineties died because most of them died. <laughs> Yay, drugs. Yeah. Suicide. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I I saw Billy Corgan's Instagram where he was saying like how he. I mean, obviously, in the twat, biggest twatest way possible, how he's been predicting trends in the music industry forever. Nobody want to listen. Blah 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 blah. But like, he believes rock music's going to come back around. It's like based on what? Uh, yeah. Which yeah. rock bands are coming back, Bill? Yeah. Because like all the bands I love, who I consider bands, I they're not rock bands. Yeah. They're they're just bands. That's right. You know, I don't, I don't think Radiohead is a rock band. Oh no, no, not anymore. Once they were, they were with the the first two albums. Pal- I guess. Yeah, the first two albums, like Grizzly Bears in a rock band. That's right. So I can't even think of. I mean, who would you say is a rock band right now? That's popular. That's what I mean. I can't even. Think I don't know I, any. I can't think of any. No. I I mean plays loads of these the punk, thing, if punk you, bands yeah, or whatever. Like if you look at like the MTV awards every like they have like a best rock band category or whatever, best rock album or whatever. Like I've never even heard of most of these bands. Right. But they must mean something to their audience. But I don't know. It it's weird. It's a strange thing. Anyway. It would be nice. It'd be nice if music mixed it up a little bit. It would, yeah. Yeah. It really would. I mean, it's so insane that, to me to think like at one point Metallica were like one of the biggest bands in the world. I mean, they still might be, I guess, as a touring act. But can you imagine a new band like Metallica coming out with like Ride the Lightning or whatever? And oh no, and they suddenly like worldwide massive. Like it's just never gonna. It is literally unthinkable. Somewhat impossible. Yeah, just for the way everything works now with music as well. Like people oh, just downloading yeah. it. It's you know, disposable. It's instantly obtainable. Like it's not gonna happen anyway. Yeah. Shall we have a listen to our last one? Yes. I'll, yes. I'll read this one out. Please do. Um, Jeff L from Los Angeles. Maybe he's Jeff Lot. Jeff Loss. I don't know what his name would be. <laughs> Jeff. Le- Let's Le- try not and guess. Not guess our readers, our oh, listeners' names. My, my I guess he says. Um, I want music sites that are supposed to help push underground music to stop jerking off over all this uber mainstream R&B and pop fluff bullshit. Well, it's very Fair enough, Jeff. Off- offensive, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you for that. Uh, what well, do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, I guess it's kind of interesting Jeff sent this in cause, because of Jeff's message. I, I started listening to I thought I'm going to give a, like a listen to these these albums like Charlie XCX, which the uh, fucking idiot, the needle drop, Fantano oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote, uh, put number one of the year, right? And and like Ariana Grande and these this kind of music that is suddenly like completely accepted and praised highly. Yeah. Again, on these sort of like, was what were originally like indie alternative yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah. websites. That's right. Um, and I don't think it's terrible or anything, but I just don't understand 
Like, why is it? Like, I, I listened to Charlie XCX. I, I listened to about three quarters of it, and I just had enough. Yeah. I thought there were a few songs on there that were very good, actually. But yeah. it was just like, how is this anywhere near the best album of the year to anyone? Yeah. Like, it's just a pop album. Like, there's nothing special about it. It's so, like, homogenous and just basic and... and there's, there's no. I mean, same the. I, I, I preferred the Ariana Grande one. Did you like, listen to that? Yeah, I haven't tried that to be honest. I, mean, I, I know I probably should. I preferred it, mm-hmm. but still, it's just whatever. It's it doesn't. That sort of means it doesn't really do anything for you. It's like I mean, you maybe you listen to it and enjoy. It, like, do you have to think about it or anything? It, exactly. Just, just in the background, it's fun. It's positive. It's happy. Whatever. But it's not significant. I was listening. My wife came and was like, oh, you listening to Ariana Grande? I was like, yeah, I just thought I should try it. Yeah. Because so many end of your lists put it there. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want to try it too. Because like, that's just the kind of fluff that she'll listen to. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, it's impossible to focus on. It. You can't like, it's not going to change your life. Well... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, you're not going to be, like, in tears, like, oh, my God, this song, like, it touched my soul, like... Maybe that's, that's exactly what Jeff means by fluff, right? I guess so. It just sits there and... It and I, 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 I also, I mean, if I can segue a little bit, Jeff, if you don't mind, but... <laughs> like, you did mention R&B, but... One of the things I want from this year is for Beyonce to release nothing. So Pitchfork can't find a way to, like crowbar her into their top 10 of the year all right like a live album is in like number eight of oh the, okay like first, like i'm not saying beyonce is bad but the idea like people talking about it's like bob dylan or something like mm-hmm. like she's Genius just level. all she does is sing some songs some totally typical songs her vocal style is already outdated. Nobody else sings that big anymore. Oh, okay. She oh, sounds. She's, she's still doing that. She like it. It sounds like just this yeah. like overly aggressive like like look how big I can sing like sure. it's not really like pleasant Celine, to listen Celine to. Celine Dion sort of levels. I mean, she's nowhere near as good as Celine Dion as a singer, but sure. like that. Sure. And it's like nobody sings like that anymore. Well, so so was, Whitney Houston would have been a better example. I guess. Still can't say Whitney's even better, I think. But but I don't know. I I don't. I like her enough, but I don't understand. Mm. Like, to me, Beyonce is like. If I went through all her albums, she probably about three songs I thought were really genuinely good. Yeah. (laughs) Like I I just don't think I don't see anything about her being like like they literally talking like she's one of the most important and greatest artist of all time. That's that's her image in the world now. Wow. And it's like, you mean this totally corny mainstream, like, doesn't mean anything, completely disposable fucking, like, wafer-thin potato chip version of music? Because that's all <laughs> it is. There's literally no meat. It's like getting, yeah. it's like getting a... A hamburger and there's no burger in it. I mean, that's like, her like, music. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Perfect. It's a convenience store burger equivalent of music. Yeah, and I I just don't understand how it's so revered. Like, 
oh my god, she's amazing. Like, no, she isn't. She might be a good performer. She might put on a great show. But that doesn't make it the best album of the year. Yeah. So, that I, I got to agree with Jeff there. Like, there is way too much love and admiration for... I mean, you know, even Pitchfork. I think they, they shit on it. I didn't read it, but they, they post, like, Justin Bieber's new song. And I think it's called Yummy. And they, they put the caption, like, more like Yucky. And it's like, so they're shitting on it. But it's like, why is Pitchfork talking about Justin Bieber? Like, isn't, like, they're already, like, Billboard and Rolling Stone and Spin yeah. and, like, fucking USA Today and Entertainment Weekly or whatever enough <coughs> enough mainstream publications covering artists like Beyonce and fucking Justin Bieber without the supposed premier like well, indie alternative website devoting all their time to the most mainstream artists you know, you every know, day you know why they're doing it don't you because it's the only way they'll get people to click exactly, on this stupid exactly. fucking site that's it it's clickbait that's it but that's, money. that's all anything is now and it, it is. sucks so there, fake, there's no it? at least back in the day like I, I discovered so many so many like albums or artists on Pitchfork back in the day years and years ago because that was like the one place one of the few places you could go to and actually really find new music yeah and now it's that like you go there and it's just like and, and like I like some of these artists but it's just you know Kanye, Drake, Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake, like Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. It's like, what's the difference between Pitchfork and, and fucking Entertainment yeah. well, Tonight? What I've been doing recently. TMZ yeah. might as well offer, like, provide my music news. What, I, what I've been doing is just going to Bandcamp every now and then to try to find new music. And you, you do find some good stuff there, but it's like, it's not presented in the way that something like Pitchfork, Pitchfork would be. You'd better read reviews. You have to just click and try it, right? Yeah. And that's time-consuming or well, perhaps wasteful. Or, you, you know, you just, you just don't know, do you? I mean, but, I, um, I get that most of their reviews are obviously not, like, mainstream reviews. Yeah. But, you know, let's say all, all this stuff, like that Lizzo, like how many people... Have you heard Lizzo? No idea. So she's very high on a lot of lists. At the large lady. Oh, I've seen was, a picture of it. She was on Saturday Night Live at the end of the year, and it's like it was fine, but it's just totally normal, regular, milk toast, homogenous R and B music, and yeah. that's it. Like, is that all we are now? Is 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 the new is the mainstream the new indie? Like, yeah, I hope not. It's, it's, I mean, like that. It, it feels like all these sites and like even like I said like that Fantano guy on, on oh yeah yeah like half his list was like weird ambient noise like field recordings and, <laughs> and like avant-garde jazz and then it's like oh but Charlie XCX is the best best album there. it's like is she really like was it you do go. you really think so Click, click, was click. that honestly the best album you heard in 2019? I just I can't accept it. Yeah. And again, everyone's different. You can like whatever you like. It's okay to like music. But, but our midnight waves. We're keeping it real. 
We're just being honest, aren't we? We are. We're not following trends. Yeah. We refuse to follow trends. <laughs> cool. What's that? So, um, <laughs> anything else you'd like to uh, see from this year? Myself? Yeah. Just albums I want to come out to come out on time, really. I want to hear Grimes. I want to hear Pine Grove. Um, I want to hear mm, you know, the artists. Pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Just wonder. Well, I'd like some, obviously, I'd like some good rock music. Um, you know, more good uh, prog rock. Anything, really. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big year, isn't it? So, I mean, there might be a lot of big releases as well. Maybe, unfortunately, or, or not, mainstream as well. We've got like a Green Day album coming out. We've got a, uh, uh, what else? Uh, I guess we'll have to we'll give that a listen. Just for the, yeah, just to, just to try it. Uh, I guess stuff like, um, uh, 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 yeah, bloody hell, I can't remember. <laughs> I've, well, I've got to look through all these lists again. But yeah, of course. I mean, one, one thing I'd like from this year, like, in the last couple of years in particular, there have been so many great albums from, from female artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope that continues. But also, I hope the dudes step up a little bit. That's true. I feel like we have, there are not a lot of great male artists right now. Like, we've got, like, I mentioned Grizzly Bear and Fleet Foxes, Father John Misty, The War on Drugs. But I feel like that core is is really about it as far as guitar music goes or like at least like this kind of music that's true women killed it last year didn't they last year and the year before oh that's true and and there are not a lot of men who's the plenty of albums by men but nothing that made a dent for me that much Mm. like and so I, i would like like uh like the fellas to take a cue from the ladies yeah, and uh, step things up a little bit, Other, or you know, Father John Misty or Flea Foxes, or whatever, would like to knock out a few more albums. That would be well. Very we know about those those intervals, especially with uh, Grizzly Ben and Flea Foxes. Six yeah. years, six years for an album. Or yeah. so it's not going to happen, is it? I wasn't. Weren't they yeah. Flea Foxes in the studio f- last year? Like, how yeah, about releasing some twiddling, of that? Twiddling. <laughs> fiddling around with their instruments weren't they yeah, let's, certainly let's uh, do something um, Robin was put something out there's and a few there's a few things I've got two maybe two Lana Del, Ra- Del Rey albums one of them one of them's a spoken word poetry okay. album oh Violet yeah and White Hot Forever is the other one yes we've got Megadeth on here <laughs> we've got as I said Green Day Scorpions somehow are they still alive Stephen Wilson which I, I someone I like um, Weezer apparently Alanis Morissette just, just don't make music. Morrissey. I mean, maybe, he's always putting out maybe. music, but yeah. yeah, just loads of loads of bits and pieces. Huey Lewis in the news, apparently, February fourteenth. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> well, they should just keep re-releasing. Uh, was it Back in Time? They the should. Power of Love. Mm. <laughs> That'd be fine. But, but yeah, the guys aren't really doing much, are they? No. Step it up, lads. Indeed. Ultimately, yeah. I guess my, the thing I want most from 2020 is that new Frank Ocean album. <laughs> oh, okay. Signed a distribution deal. Yeah. Going to headline Coachella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it done, Frank. Just <sighs> get it done. I already gave up on Kanye now, so. <laughs> yeah. So Kanye needs another 
weird personality breakdown, I guess, before he's going to bring out a new album. So I don't know what the hell's happening with Kendrick, but Frank, please. Yeah. What is happening with Kendrick? No idea. I haven't heard anything about Since him Since damn, years. he hasn't done anything. That's two years, three years ago. Actually, it? he did that uh, Black Panther <coughs> soundtrack thing. But Okay. Oh, wasn't that like the, the best uh, <laughs> movie score of that year or something? No, the score was here, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. soundtrack was oh, okay. better than the score. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. I think that probably brings us mm. to the end of the first episode of 2020. Wow. And so, we thank you for sitting through it. <laughs> <coughs> thank Again. you for our su- the support and the, and the feedback. Of course. If you have, sorry for my constant coughing. Still getting over cold here. Yes, yeah, I apologize. Here. Don't have a cough button. You have to invest in one of those. We do. We do. Yeah. Um, again, if you have any any feedback, if you have any opinions, if you're if I upset you, or if you're on my side, please contact us at men uh, <laughs> midnight waves podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. At Midnight Waves CJ or on Instagram at Midnight Waves Pod. There we go. Wow. Next week. Yeah. What have we got? 1975 countdown? I guess we're getting back in. I guess we have to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And we might, so. have, a, might have a new album or two to review. We'll Hopefully see. so. At least one. I think we might have the Pine Grove album. No? Maybe not. Oh, I no. I think it's the 19th. Oh. That's a shame. There might be a couple of, a couple of singles to review. <laughs> Another gr- grime song. <laughs> well, we, we, we've ignored a few of those. So. Excuse me. Yeah. Let's not ruin it now. No, I know. But Just kidding. There'll be something. I'm sure we'll be back with some new reviews. Stay on the way. Some news. Ooh. Somebody could do something. It'd be great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So, see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Falling faster